From the Financial Times in London, I'm Joshua Chaffin, and this is FT News. Britain's stunning medal success in the Rio Olympics may have been a cause for elation at home, but in parts of Europe it has met with sneers, incredulity, and even withering criticism of UK sports policy. Joining me on the line to discuss the reactions and what's behind them is Guy Chazan, our correspondent in Berlin, and Henry Foy in Warsaw. Let's start with you, Guy. You gathered responses from a number of European countries to Britain's success that were less than positive for an article in today's FT. What were the gripes? Well, there was a particular focus on Britain's success in cycling. And there was a sort of odd kind of reaction in the Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung, this very sort of establishment newspaper in Germany, which suggested that there could be something fishy going on with British cycling. It didn't actually say that itself. It said that Britain's rivals think that. And indeed, there were a lot of comments in the wake of the British success from various German and French cyclists suggesting that something was amiss here, hinting at skullduggery without kind of coming out and saying it explicitly. But the Frankfurt Allgemeine sort of said there's definitely something amiss here. And there was also sort of criticism of its approach to winning medals more broadly, really. It wasn't just focused on the cycling. And how does, tell us more, I guess, about the British system that helped yield so many medals. How does it differ from what you might see in Europe? Well, the Germans have zeroed in on Britain's so-called no-compromise approach to funding sports. And they've really been explaining for their readers this system which allocates money to sports that have a realistic chance of earning medals and tends to withhold it or cut it from disciplines that, for example, in the 2012 Games in London, failed to meet their medals target. So it's a a very, very sort of targeted, laser-like approach to sports funding, which I think is much more aggressive than the kind of approach you see, for example, in Germany, which tends to allocate money more equally to different disciplines, regardless of their medal success. Now, Henry, it it sounds like this has actually all gone down quite well in Poland. It's something that many Poles think they should be emulating. Tell us about that. Yes, Josh, there's a certain amount of envy here in Warsaw. It was only yesterday, actually, so just after the Games finished, that Witold Banker, who's the um, sports minister here in Poland, came out and gave a a speech where he basically said that uh, Poland has to copy the British system. He, He said their model, the British model, involving the selection of key disciplines, passed the test. And this is exactly what he's arguing, is what Guy has just explained there, essentially giving money to sports that uh, have a reasonable chance of getting a medal, taking it away from those that Poland will struggle in. Poland traditionally is good at things where it throws things. The javelin, the hammer throw, these are events in the athletics where Poland traditionally does well. Rowing, kayaking and handball and volleyball are sports where Poland has traditionally done rather well. And the sports minister is basically saying, look, if we copy the British system, if we if we throw more money, put disproportionately more money at these sports, we're likely to come back with more medals than if we spread it around. And sports like football, which the Polish people like to think they're very good at, but sadly the results don't always speak to that, would lose cash. Now, Poland won 11 medals this year. It was, a, it was their best for 16 years and two golds as well. But basically the new government is saying we can win a lot more if we copy this British system. Do you think that this world-beating Britain, is it unfamiliar to its European friends? I mean, you often think of, of British sportsmen in this tradition of amateurism. 
Is this a strange New Britain that goes and dominates at the Olympics? I think it is. I think hence the scepticism, because people can't quite believe that the Brits have done so well. I mean, one of the things that came through in the cycling events was quite interesting, and in the comments from various European cyclists, was we don't understand it. You know, they don't ever do very well in the European or World Championships in cycling. And then they come in in the Olympics and they just sort of carry all before them. And that is one of the things that sort of aroused people's suspicions. But I think the response from British sporting officials is, well, you know, we concentrate on the Olympics because that's the most important event for us. And we sort of downgrade the European and World Championships because they don't have the same sort of glory and prestige as the Olympics do. Now, there's an added tension here in that the Olympics played out with Brexit in the background. How much do you think the politics of Brexit have affected these European responses to Britain's success? Well, I think it does play a role. I mean, the tone of some of the press coverage is a bit more snarky than I think it would have been if there hadn't been the Brexit vote in June. I think generally the sort of approach to Britain, just in the sort of popular culture, in the media, and in politics more broadly, I think has become more negative. I don't think people would admit to it openly, but I think certainly in Germany you do pick up on this sort of slightly negative tone, which I think is coming out despite themselves. I don't think they would like to admit that they have adopted this slightly more kind of snarky tone, but it definitely is there. And how does it look from Warsaw? Do you see the same tension? No, I mean, of course, Poland is willfully trying to pretend that it's still in a very special relationship with Britain. It signaled out Britain back in October when the new government came in as its key foreign policy partner. And despite Brexit, they're trying to pretend that that relationship will still endure. The Poles were one of the countries dead set against Brexit, and the government was clear to make that point. And so I think here there's much less of that potential animosity. There's no real worry about praising Britain and highlighting this sporting success as as something that should be aped rather than criticised. And I think Poland really, it sees itself as a country that's on Britain's side at the moment, especially given the wider politics as a rather nationalist, Eurosceptic government here that actually was calling for similar things that Britain was calling for before the referendum. And while they are loath to see Britain leave, they sort of understand at least some of the push and pull factors that might have caused that. So no, there's not the same level of worry here about praising Britain. And And I think really the comments from the sports minister are saying this is a country that knows how to do it, it knows how to fund it, it knows how to get the gold medals, and we should be copying them. Well, I guess we'll see in four years how much success they've had at copying the British tricks. In the meantime, it's clear that Eddie the Eagle has been displaced by Laura Trott and Adam Peaty. For FT News, I'm Joshua Chaffin. Thank you. Thank you.